0: Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to the breakfast show on Faith FM, 87.6, 87.8, or 88, right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is Positively Different Radio in the morning with the double L team, Lyle and Liam. Good morning, Lyle. How are you this morning? I am amazing this morning. How are you? I um look, I'm 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 okay. I'm not great,
1: but I'm okay. And I think one thing that is really important is admitting when you're not great, and it's okay to not be okay.
0: Okay, so what's uh, what's the issue this morning?
1: Look, I think it's just everything has been it's been dawning on me, and, and sort of it's beginning to sort of have an ah impact.
0: reality. Yeah, reality. Yeah, reality is beginning to, to to kick in for me. Reality is a bit of pain sometimes. It is, but it's okay. It's good. Um, hey, God is still on His throne. God is still in control. Absolutely. God still rules, and He still rules in my heart. That's the main thing. Indeed And whatever that is the case We can all be amazing That's right What yeah. are you thankful for this morning I'm Lyle? thankful that I'm home Yeah Yes, yeah, so I was up in Queensland um, Or on the Queensland border Up at uh, Kingscliff Yeah Or last week As you're probably well aware Teaching uh Daniel for the Arise College up there and you know, you sort of see things happening while you're there and you think, Okay, now what would happen if I if I came down with the virus while I was here? Well I wouldn't be allowed to go home. What would happen if my wife came down the vi- with the virus while I'm here? Well, once again, I wouldn't be allowed to go home. What happens if they put in a total like you're not allowed to drive up and down the freeway kind of thing? Then I wouldn't be able to go home. And I was sorta of starting to think to myself, you know, it'd be real bummer to be stuck up here for six months. <laughs> Queensland's not that bad. <laughs> no, it's a nice place, but my wife and family are down here.
1: Yeah, look, it's understandable. Family is an important thing, um, and there's certainly that's actually what I'm thankful for: family and loved ones and people that I can turn for. In yeah. these, you're, you're,
0: you're stuck down here. I mean, they're going oh, to the, yeah. the Republic of Queensland is going to close their borders. You're going to need a visa to go home. Here they in are States. indeed. I think. Yeah, they're probably. They, I don't know. They may even cut the
1: state in half, possibly. Bring possibly the old, they will. Queensland two separate state debate again
0: why not but that's a different story for a that, different time that could be fun cut off North Queensland go Indeed. for it this is a reminder you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM if you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM breakfast show then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms coming up in today's show we will have our Corona update but we're not going to talk about we're going to talk about more than just that Uh, big earthquake hitting in Zagreb that was a bit scary and of course we're going to look at well not of course but we're going to look at um, cannabis again.
1: Oi fun times this is Sarah Groves with with When the Saints.
2: They
0: Welcome back guys, that was Sarah Groves with When the Saints, you're listening to The Breakfast Show and this is Positively Different Radio in the Morning. We're going to have a positively different quiz right now. What have you got for our quiz today, Liam?
1: For our quiz this morning, I have a Who Am I? So, you are First clue, that's correct. Well done. You win the prize. Yay! Um, (laughs) Yeah! I mixed the blood of Galileans with sacrifices.
0: Okie dokie. I mixed the
1: blood of Galileans with sacrifices. This morning, if you call up at 1 eight hundred three two four eight four three, 324 843, that's 1 800 Faith FM, you, or send us a text on 0491 064 669, you will be receiving forgiven. Now, forgiven is a book that is by, <clears throat> pardon me, a book that is by Willie Ramos, the powerful testimony of ghetto preacher Willie Ramos. And I actually had the privilege to listen to him speak, and he's a wonderful speaker. Now, the double prize is still up for grabs be- because Lyle has guessed wrong ah. this morning.
0: Could have, so, should have gone with the other option. You've got two options for this one. Indeed. <clears throat> should have gone with my gut. My gut usually is right, you know. As, this soon as, as soon as I let my head get involved, then, then I get it wrong. Anyway, moving on with uh, positively different news. What have you got for us? Let, we need some positive news this morning. The positive let's, let's news. Bring it on. Bring my it on. first positive news
1: story, Yes. I am all for, okay? So a lot of churches over all around the world, they've been moving to live streaming. That's right. To help with social dis-
0: distancing. And, and to as of this week, of course, church services are banned in Absolutely. Australia. Absolutely.
1: Yes, all uh, places of worship, uh, apart from... As of lunchtime Monday. Yes, I, I believe they Today. do have exceptions for funerals, but that is, I mean, you must adhere to the four... Four metre rule
0: yeah. for funerals.
1: Indeed. Um, but my first story this morning is, I think this comes, I'm pretty sure it comes from America. It certainly sounds like it comes from America. But some churches, to help their, uh, their church members feel more like at church, they are sending home... Fog machines with their church families fog to machines. adhere. <laughs> the, They've the, been doing what? They're sending home fog machines to make it more real at home.
0: What has Christianity come to? Seriously, you've got to have a fog machine now. You don't feel like you're worshiping. Oh yeah. Now that
1: alone, I, I got to say, I don't agree with because, in my opinion, fog machines on their own are useless. Okay. If you, <laughs> if you have okay, fog so machines okay, with so- lights, though. Getting the that whole, whole experience. Okay, that will
0: definitely cure the coronavirus oh, yeah. right there. Oh yeah. You know, breathing fog is a is a known cure for, for coronavirus, right? Not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> what yes. on earth? Seriously.
1: <laughs> Their goal is to create a more authentic as- atmosphere for families that have been forced into
0: worshiping at home. I don't think I've ever been into a church that has a fog machine. What what kind of a what kind of where what do you need a fog machine for? I mean, Adds to the atmosphere.
1: Yes. I think quite often they don't flood the stage with fog. They just add a light little bit of fog to add to the ambience, I suppose. Um, <laughs> I know, this is
0: the most hilarious story. I know. Whatever happened to, you know, I mean, <clears throat> you kind of wonder how the Wald ever survived when they were worshipping in caves. Yeah. You know, trying to hide from people who are trying to kill them. I know. I guess they had let like me... natural fog because they were high in the mountains and sometimes the clouds would roll in. <laughs> well, if you're missing your fog machine, then let me recommend going to the mountains. I know.
1: It's crazy. I'll, I'll just quickly before I move on to the next story. I'll read what um <coughs> what one pastor said about
0: This it. is a positive positively different story simply because it's making me
1: laugh. Absolutely. So, uh, a pastor in the US said, "Now you can have a genuine time of worship and move of the Holy Spirit at home." <laughs> It's just our little love gift, our little way to love on people, our way to incarnationally live out the gospel in a gospel-y, gospel-centered way.
0: Okay, so I appreciate the sentiments behind this. The only problem is if the Holy Spirit does turn up, the Holy Spirit comes as a flame of fire, and fire gets rid of the fog, so it's kind of kind of defeat the purpose, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, the <laughs> fog machine is like, what are you trying to do here? Turn off the Holy Spirit? Yeah, look, it's... <laughs> It's it's certainly... I think
1: the it's more the idea of the story that's positive than...
0: Yes, I like that. I like the sentiment. There I, we I go. I do like the sentiment. Indeed. It's a, it's a positive sentiment. I do worry for Christianity when <laughs> you don't feel like you're worshipping unless you have a fog machine.
1: Oh, dear. Like I said, you have to have fog machine and lights to make it the full experience. Yeah, yeah okay. Anyway, right. <laughs> anyway, moving on this morning. Um, again, over in America, um, I think there needs to be more stories in Australia, just personally. Um, but another story that comes from America is that a couple that regularly attend a restaurant have left a nine thousand four hundred dollar tip at the restaurant to help the employees
0: um, to
1: because the,
0: the the bridge the bridge the gap while they're all going to be on uh, be uh, put off while uh, the coronavirus thing is um, is uh, sort of knocking knocking out everybody who's involved in the hospitality industry. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, I, that's it's
1: really incredible, again, to see that people are doing this. Now, I believe it uh, roughly that equates to $300 per employee. And $300 may not seem a lot usually, but in times of need, that can be a week's worth of groceries, which is something that when you don't have a job,
0: and there are a lot of Australians who are about to face not having a job and this is something we need to really be praying about and doing whatever we can and I think we re- it's, a, it's a time when we need to band together as Australians and to you know, share what we have. Yeah. um in in a way that is practical so that we can keep each other going because we could be we're facing some the most difficult and challenging times we have seen in this country since the great depression
1: yeah and there's been a number of of wonderful things that people have been doing um some celebrities and and people alike they've been doing some live streaming concerts or performances online to help people that are in self isolation uh, that, yeah. that are in isolation to Help them pass the time.
0: Lift their spirits,
1: make them happy, all that kind of thing. Um, I saw someone else suggested that everyone puts puts their Christmas lights back up and everyone drives around in their cars without getting out, of course, um, to help maintain the social distancing. But sort of, again, re-put... The life into people, the positivity that comes yeah. with putting up Christmas lights.
0: I'll I'm gonna put up my Christmas lights as soon as I move to my new house. <laughs> Christmas lights always bring just sort of joy and happiness. Yeah, a little extra bit of spark. Maybe we should have not Christmas during Christmas in July. We should have Christmas in Corona. There, there you go. go. <laughs> Why not? Let's How have Christmas. Good. Yeah. Um, but yes, but the coronavirus it has
1: affected many different industries, many different things right across. The world. Yeah. Uh, one of which is the entertainment industry. So a lot of TV shows and, and movies they've had to halt productions. As a result of this, there's a number of medical shows. I think there's like Grey's Anatomy, The Good Doctor. The Good Doctor is actually one of my favourites. It's about a, an autistic doctor that is studying to become a doctor. Um, but all these shows they can't go on and and produce their programs because of these because of the coronavirus shutdown, shutting down everything. So what they've done with all the equipment that they use, they might, they may be a fake program, but the equipment that they use is very real, such as the the gowns that they use, the gloves that they use, and the masks that they use. They're all 100% quality uh, grade products that they use. Medical grade, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what they've been doing with those is passing them on to hospitals nearby to help them in their time of need. So obviously, with the influx of Patients all needing extra medical attention. They've been sending off these the products to help and medical equipment to help with the with, with it, everything that's been going on. Wouldn't
0: it be on. an interesting world? And, and I really appreciate what these guys are doing. But wouldn't it wouldn't be an interesting world if all of our TV shows, you know, if, if this went on long enough, so that all of our TV shows closed down and suddenly you know we didn't have Netflix anymore and humans were forced to socialise.
1: At the moment, that would not be good.
0: No, but you socialise within, within your own home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You see? Now, I'm, I'm, it would not be good for single people. I totally get that. Yeah. But, you know, wouldn't it be amazing if families were hanging out together and, and spending time together and reading books together and playing board games together and doing all those kind of things? You know, I grew up in a home without a TV, and we didn't have a TV in our home until our kids were like 10, and it was the best thing ever. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it draws you together as a family makes it incredibly you know your family time incredibly uh special and you don't miss it once it goes really yeah absolutely wonderful yeah well could could bring some you know, we can see it, some positive things coming I out of this corona so. this corona uh, um, thing I think there's some opportunities here there's some real opportunities
1: absolutely um, now for my last story this morning before we move on it is sort of on the back of Hollywood shutting down. This one actually doesn't come from Hollywood. This one comes from England, uh, from the UK. Last night, I was watching TV and I saw a bit of an ironic documentary that they showed. Have you heard of the show Mega Factories? Yes. Yes. Uh, it's, I think it's incredible. Love Docos. Last night, they did a double episode feature. The first one was how the Mega Factory that makes toilets. Which I think Okay, is a, this is very timely. Uh, indeed. And the following episode was how they produce and make toilet paper. Which
0: is even more timely because for some reason Australians are convinced that their toilets are going to need a lot of use over the next little while and so we have no toilet paper. It
1: was crazy. There was one image I saw of a massive roll of toilet paper that was the equivalent of 24,000 toilet rolls.
0: Now, well, wouldn't you just love to own that one right now? You could just stand on the street corner and, and, and sell it by the square. Yeah, and each each of these big,
1: massive rolls, they're the equivalent of, um, I think, a small car, pretty much. So, yeah, I thought that was pretty cool, watching how that happens. Well, these are our heroes at the moment.
0: You know, but A little while ago, our fireys were our heroes. Now it's our toilet paper factory workers who are trying to keep us supplied. This is Wendell Kingborough with I'll Not Be Shaken, Psalms 62.
3: For God alone I wait in silence My soul is still Before the Lord He is my rock And my salvation My fortress strong I'll trust in be shaken i'll not be shaken for all my hope is in his love trust in him
0: You're listening to Wendell Kingborough with I'll Not Be Shaken. This is The Breakfast Show. We're about to have another clue for our quiz. Indeed. And Liam has clue number two. Clue number two this morning. by the way, it's going to be this person here. That is... Yeah, it is. That's correct. All right. So... Just in case you were wondering. This person said,
1: what is truth? That they did. Who said
0: that? Great question right there. you think
1: you know... If you think you know who said that, give us a call at 1-800-324-843. That's 1-800-FAITH-FM. Or send us a call at (laughs) 0491-064-664. And again, uh, our prize that we're playing for this morning, which I would highly recommend because in these times where we're being forced into our own homes for quarantine or or however long we need to be, whatever reason we need to be in home, reading content is always good. Um, it is four given by the ghetto preacher,
0: Willie Ramos. There you go. Very good. All right. If you, want to, if you know the answer, give us a call, 1-800-FAITH-FM right now, and that prize will be uh, coming your way if you can answer that question. Well, before we get to more serious news, we actually want to hear from you over the next few days and particularly today. If you can give us a call on 1-800-324-843, we want to know what are you planning to do during the corona lockdown? So if you get locked down in your home, whatever it might be, what are your plans for recreation, for social connectedness? What are you going to be doing with your family? Um, how do you spend you know that 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 amount of time indoors? I think here in Australia we are lucky to live in a country that is sparsely populated, so you know we don't um, we might won't necessarily be locked inside of apartments like they will be in lots of other places. But yeah, what are your plans for the next uh, little while while the Corona lockdown sort of continues? My plans,
1: are, my personal plans, are to come here every morning, but also to not stay strictly inside because I think it does get a little boring. But I want to try and get outside as much as I can whilst maintaining the social distancing. And
0: this is and this is my opinion. Yep, my opinion is that one of the really important things for us as Australians is to get sunshine and fresh air during times of lockdown. That's going to be super important for our um, for our mental health. Yep. And, of course, most of us don't live in apartments, and so we do have the privilege of being able to go into the backyard and spend some time there. And if you do live in an apartment and the hallways are off limits uh, except for essential services, then use your balcony. You know, get out on the balcony, sun yourself, you know, get some sun on your face, get some fresh air in your nostrils and spend some time, you know, thanking and praising God. And of course, I think that uh, this is also a great opportunity for, you know, readers uh, to get out some good books and do a bit of reading while we're uh, sort of at home doing the whole lockdown thing. Anyway... Um, let us know what positive measures you're going to be taking and what your plans for your family are. Let us know what you're doing for church. Indeed. I spent church in the bush, you know, this last Saturday because we worship on Saturday, and that was just amazing. Will and you be using a fog machine? N- natural <laughs> fog machine, yes. They were of natural <laughs> fog around because we were in, like, the top of a mountain. Um, it was. We had real fog machine, um. Um, and uh, we had real lights as well because the sun was shining. Yeah. <laughs> um, Oh, in between me. the fog and the cloud. But yeah, I think it's a I think it's just a fantastic, it's a great opportunity. So uh let's in let's embrace it. In fact, my uh son has planned four camping trips for the next four Saturdays for his worship service. Very good. Yeah. So if you enjoy camping, Liam, just uh give us a call and I'll put you in contact. <laughs> anyway, what do we got coming up in more serious news? The Newcastle Herald has a full page article on page three. About medicinal medicinal cannabis. Now, this is something that uh, I really feel is, um, is 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 an issue that needs to be addressed because people really do downplay the danger of this particular drug. And um, okay, so what have you got for us there, Liam? You got uh, some- we've actually got someone that's called. Ah, oh, good. Good. Well, let's put them on. Let's put. Them and on. Uh, we've got Gloria
1: here. And what we'd like to ask you, Gloria, is as you've heard before, what are you going to be doing over this next little while, while you're in self isolation while you're in isolation, to help pass time?
0: Morning, Gloria. Can you hear us? Hello, Gloria. I do not hear anything. Oh, there she is. Hello. I don't think we have Gloria. I think we have a bit of a problem there. I'm going to pass uh, Gloria back to the producer and see if she can get that uh, sorted out. Um, But, yeah, give us a call and and tell us what your plans are, if at all possible. Uh, We'll try a different method here. But, yeah, cannabis is one of those things that has taken a lot of lives, and I think that we need to be super careful about it. Um, Of course, we do use hard drugs when people are, um, you know, dealing with, you know, palliative care and those kind of things. Okay, Gloria, do we have you now?
4: Yeah, good morning.
0: Good morning, Gloria. It's so good to have you on the show this morning. What are your plans for the corona lockdown?
4: Well, I, I like what you said about we need the fresh air and sunshine, but I think it's um, also a wonderful opportunity to get out in that fresh air and sunshine and plant the garden. Plant, uh, we need lots of fresh spring during this time. And... Um, they're easily planted and they're, they grow easily. And I think even if we lived in an apartment, people could, um, you know, start little planter boxes. So
1: Put something on the yeah. windowsill maybe, just so that everyone can
0: get some fresh air inside.
4: Yes. Yes, I- yes, open those windows. Pull back those curtains.
0: I think yes. that's a fantastic idea, Gloria, and I think that um, yes. I think we should all start by planting radishes. Do you know why? Radishes.
4: All yes, right. my, that that's, my the that's my theory. That's my theory. That
0: my theory is radishes. I'll tell you why yes. radishes. They are one of the quickest growing
4: crops. Yeah.
0: You know, in a hen- are they really in a couple of weeks you- you'll be able to harvest yeah. them. Yeah. So there you go. There's my there's yes. my there's my tip am today.
4: Sure, I'm sure that hotness is probably antiviral or something
0: like that. What do you think? Oh, I'm, I'm convinced. I'm convinced there's something good in <laughs> radishes, uh, particularly when you grow them in your own garden. They t- they're say they so fresh and juicy, yeah. and they go amazing in salads. Everything though. tastes better when you grow it in your oh, own yeah. garden. Yeah, it does. All right, and that's it. And a-
4: grow, grow more than what you need and share them with your neighbours.
0: There you go, there you go. Glory's coming through with lots of great ideas this morning so if you 've got some great ideas, then uh, give us a call right now and we will uh, we will get your great ideas to air. I think that that one's a fantastic one. get out there and grow a garden, not the kind of garden that we were talking about with this um, you know this cannabis um, one right here because that's <laughs> you know a- <laughs> it's interesting because you you read these articles it's like you put it on page three and it's like really okay if this is if this is really that positive put it in a pill and make it prescription the same as you know opioids and those yeah. kind of things lock it in the back of a uh, 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 of your local chemist and people can get their prescription for it and become like any other thing but what we don't want to in do do is in start people you know feeling that it's okay to start growing some weed in their backyard and Promoting then smoking the, it uh, irresponsible use you know. Of-
1: Illicit substances. (laughs) And
0: and the thing that really worries me about the most is how irresponsible it is because uh, this article is, you know, Lucy Haslam, the founder of uh, United in Compassion. And, you know, we believe in compassion. We believe in helping out people who are suffering with pain or, you know, epilepsy, whatever it might be that they need to take this particular drug for. And I'm not opposed to taking drugs for those kinds of issues. Um, while ever it's done in a medicinal way, as in through your doctor and through a prescription, Yeah, not growing it in your backyard, but she's coming out with, you know, there's no recorded deaths from the use of cannabis. Well, guess what? There's no recorded deaths from smoking either. No. It's lung cancer that kills you, not yeah. smoking. I mean, seriously. How many, how many deaths does she want me to start listing off that I know personally yeah. from the use of this drug? People that lose their minds and become, you know, completely paranoid. And it's
1: not just the... Personal people, if I were to smoke, it wouldn't just be me that would be affected, it'd be the people that... Are around me as well.
0: That's right, because they're not only going to be affected by uh, the smoke if they're in your area, but they're going to be affected by the psychosis that it develops yeah. and the paranoia that develops. And then they're going to be taking. Now, you know, I understand that people that are, you know, really suffering with stuff, sometimes some of these, you know, you've got to weigh up the side effects. What's yeah. the side effect of the disease worse versus the side effect of, you know, the drug? I get that. You yeah. know, and pa- somebody who's in palliative care, we're giving them opioids, which are a much stronger drug. Yeah. And and I, I get that and I understand that. And so, you know, with most of these things, there is an appropriate way of using a drug, but growing it in your backyard is never going to be an appropriate way um, of doing that. So many stories. We, avo- we, we avoided talking about corona this morning. Oh How do we gosh. manage to do that? Although we probably should mention that we are up to nearly 1,400 uh, confirmed cases in Australia. We have nearly reached the point of doubling them each day. Um, and so, in three days, we've gone from eight hundred and seventy-seven to four hundred. And as of lunchtime today, pubs, clubs, restaurants, cinemas, indoor sports, non-essential social gatherings, churches are all closed until further notice, which could be up to six months. Um, so, yeah, these are these are recommendations that uh, are coming. Well, they're not recommendations; they're coming in in force as a result of. Uh, as, as 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 a result of the a lot of the recommendations being pretty much just ignored by Australians over the last few days, and so now they're coming in in force. And of course, the World Health Organisation is staying is is telling us to stay healthy, um, to stay to live a healthy lifestyle, and to stay in contact with our relatives.
1: This is Crowder with all my hope.
5: Savior, I've felt fire from above. I've been down to the river. I ain't the same prodigal return.
3: change. But I've been freed and forgiven. There's a I'm not going back. I'll never be the same. That's why I sing.
5: Oh my hope is in Jesus. God, I've been broken more than a time or two days Lord, then He picked me up, Pick me up And showed me what it means to be a man Come on and sing All my hope is in
0: back everybody you're listening to crowder with all my hope here on faith f and we have a winner for our prior our clues so of our quiz I'll get it right here in a minute <laughs> and that means that we are going to our next clue so liam what's our next uh, our next quiz our next quiz so the last one was a who am i
6: mm-hmm.
1: oh and the answer to the last one by the way was of course pilot it was indeed so the next quiz is a what creature am i here we go. First one, according to 1 Corinthians 15, verse 39, men have one kind of flesh, animals another, the and birds another, and I have another. So there we go. So what was it around there? So men? <laughs> so basically, it's just saying that men. men, animals, birds, and this creature all have different types of flesh. Okay, so I'm going to go with
0: uh, Process of Elimination and go with that one. How did I go? That is correct. There you go. Process of Elimination. Should get that one for you. If you know the answer, give us a call right now, 1-800-324-843. That is 1-800-FAITH-FM, and you'll be winning a prize. Well, joining us on the phone this morning all the way from Kingscliff in New South Wales is Angela Boothby. Angela, welcome to the show. Hello, just to, okay, we're we'll going to get some buttons pushed over here, and, okay, Angela, can you hear us now?
7: Yeah, hello.
0: Fantastic, welcome to the show, Angela, we've now got you on air. Now, Thank Angela, you very much. Um, I want to talk to you this morning particularly about outdoor education, mm-hmm. but before I do... I understand that you've kind of been caught up in this uh, Corona crisis and found yourself in a little bit of a predicament. Can you tell us a little bit about what has happened?
7: Yeah, um, I'm an American who came here just for a small period of time, or so I thought, to study at a Bible college, and it's called Arise. And they had to close due to the virus. And there's eight of us um, from all over the world that are stranded and. We have just decided that we are going to band together like the early church and work together, so we pray every day together. And the Lord, honestly, before we call, He's working on the answer.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's that's good to hear. So it kind of makes you wonder, you know, how many other foreign students are there that are here here in Australia? You know, I think, what did did you come for, a three-month course, something like that?
7: Yeah, it was supposed to be done at May 10.
0: Okay. And, uh, you know, obviously plans once that's all over – and suddenly now you're stuck here, and you don't know how long you're going to be here for and and uh, what you're going to do and how you're going to live, but um, living by faith, I guess day to day
7: yeah, literally, I don't think I've ever had an experience anything like this. I'm sure the world feels that way with many things, but yeah, literally we just spend a lot of time praying because it's complete dependence, everything food, shelter, anything. We're just completely like, all right, foreign country, no loved ones we can." Work together <laughs>
0: amongst the eight of you who are stranded here, um, I just have to ask this question is the attitude is it is an attitude of positivity or an attitude of anxiety and depression?
7: You know to be honest it's it's an emotional roller coaster there's times where we feel strong in the faith and then all of a sudden you get more news you know you spend a little time on your phone and you just get bombarded with, the reality of what's going on, and then we struggle with fear. But we just keep saying God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. And every time, every day, there's multiple little answers that God keeps giving us. And there's times that there's been two evenings where we just had a lot of answered prayers, and we're like, we're full of joy. And we're like, what's going on? The world is going crazy. But we're literally full of joy that cannot be explained.
0: <laughs> uh, God is still on His throne. That's why. Praise God for that. Now... Um, so when I originally set up this interview, it was to talk about outdoor education. Uh, now, Liam, you did a course. Yes, yeah, so I did. Uh, studied a diploma of outdoor
1: recreation. At okay. Amidou so, College. what's the
0: difference between outdoor recreation and outdoor education? Because I think uh, you've got what a master's in outdoor education, uh, Angela. Hello. I think we've just temporarily lost Angela. Angela, are you there?
7: I'm sorry. Where no. I'm back.
0: (laughs) Wonderful. I think we temporarily lost the signal there. But I was just saying, I think uh, you've, you've got a master's in outdoor education, which is different from outdoor recreation, which is Liam's specialty. What's the difference between these two?
7: Well, yeah. So I got my master's in outdoor education, and it completely gave me a paradigm shift on how I wanted to be a teacher. I've been a teacher for seven and a half years now, and I've taught anywhere from ages four to ages 20. And basically, my master's taught me how to take any core curriculum, whether it's science or math or Bible um, or English, and use the outdoors as my classroom. So instead of um, my students being inspired by four white walls and man's thought, um, I take them outside and creativity is unlimited because I'm just using the trees, the plants, the grass, the sky, you name it, anything outside to teach a concept that has to be normally taught with a textbook
0: okay so how much of your let's say you're you're, you're teaching a class how much of your class time then goes outside as compared to inside because I mean the education system that I grew up in you know it was 100% inside
7: yeah um basically um I was teaching the little ones kindergarten first and second so that's six through eight year olds uh five through eight year olds sorry and um I was in Michigan, which means we have the four seasons, just like the textbook you study. And um, I get them out, rain, snow, cold, it doesn't matter. I'm out there as much and as long as I can be. I just... On my supply list, all my parents know that rain boots and rain jackets are the first thing on the list
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic because yeah, you do have some brutally cold winters there in Michigan. Uh, my wife comes from Wisconsin, so we know all about those kinds of uh, that, that kind of weather over there and uh, do you not fear for the health of your young people when you take them out in the middle of winter.
7: You know, there is actually a lot of science backed up about the importance of getting our children outside. Um, It's crucial to their health. In fact, it's essential. Um, Time outside is not just like, oh, this is something extra. It's essential to our children to have them outside. Um, And so I find that they have stronger immune systems. Um, They're more creative. They're actually even kinder to each other. There are just many benefits that I've seen out of just taking them outside.
1: Now, Angela, you mentioned before that throughout this time of of isolation, you've been doing a lot of prayer to pass time, Um, but being sort of also in the outdoor world or having come from the outdoor world, is there anything else that you've been doing to help pass time throughout the the last couple of weeks or or days or or however long it's been?
7: Uh, The last couple of days, it's just been lots of prayer and lots of planning, um, trying to figure out food and And accommodation. Um, And then to be honest, there's also a group of us um, that are saying goodbye to the school. So it's been properly trying to say goodbye. um, But outside is where we try to do it. Um, But thankfully, one of the opportunities that's been afforded to us is a place out in the country. So I'm very eager to get out there um, and be able to spend long amounts of time outside, because that's one of the best things we can do to give our immune system a chance to fight this virus is to get sunshine and fresh air absolutely, and exercise outside.
0: Now the World Health Organization has been recommending people obviously to go home and stay home. Um, and this is all about social distancing. And, you know, I've, I've just been sort of, you know, sharing my opinion here, I guess. And that is that, you know, here in a country where, you know, we have a sparsely populated country, we do have the opportunity to be socially distanced, you know, in our backyards or even in the bush um we're going to have some schools that are obviously going to close because of you know even though our schools in general we're not closing schools across the country we've that's been demonstrated not to work around the world um so we're not closing our schools across the country but there will be some closed schools that will close you know as the virus works its way through uh time outside in the bush with your parents good idea for the kids during this time you think
7: it's the best thing you can do for your kids during this time um You know, our mental condition plays a big role in our physical condition as well. And so your little ones, though they may not be able to express their feelings, they're feeling the stress, they're feeling the fear. And just being out in nature will help calm their anxieties, which will also boost their immune systems.
0: Now, you mentioned earlier that you can teach any class that is taught in a classroom, you can teach outside. This is your Mm -hmm. area of expertise. And I'm just sort of curious, you know, how do you take, say... How do you take your English class and take that outside.
7: Yeah, so um, let's just do let's do a simple writing lesson. Um, writing is a huge part of English, and writing is a huge part of school. Also, reading comprehension. I would say those are your two main areas that you're covering in English: is reading comprehension and um, writing. And so, as much as you can, um, when they have to read a book, just put them out under a tree. Um, you'll find that they'll be able to focus better and that they will retain more just by being outside instead of in a limited room. Um, But you have to understand there is an adjustment time. Um, This is going to be new to your child, maybe. And so it's important that you give it some time to teach them to not be distracted in nature. But as they spend more time, they will find that they can get more out of it. Um, But a a simple writing lesson for almost any age um, is you could just give them a bunch of or have them go out and gather little natural materials, so sticks, stones, leaves, And then they can build a little scene in front of them, um, some memory or some adventure. And then you just have them write a story of what happened in that little tiny thing that they've built in front of them. Super textile, super hands on. And it's not just, hey, I stuck you in a classroom and now think of a story and write a story. It's almost like they're experiencing that story as they stare at their little world they created. And that's just one little tiny idea.
0: <laughs> okay, so um, with you know getting our kids, have, have our have our children lost the ability, or are they losing the ability? Do you think in a screen focused world to actually enjoy the outdoors and even appreciate them?
7: Definitely, definitely, definitely. There's definitely statistics about the fact that our children are losing the ability. Number one, even to be creative, because they're so used to being spoon fed imagination. And so to figure out how to play, I found that my students honestly didn't know how to play. They were bored. And I was shocked because um, they're, they're five and six. And I was like, how could you not know how to play? But I found that within a week of just regularly taking them outside, they were fine. They, they figured out again what they're naturally to do. Um, and they do wonderful things. They do incredible things when they have their imagination have a chance. Um, but you do have to give it an adjustment because they're used to white walls and being fed this is funny this is sad instead of wait my brain can go outside and think
0: yeah i really appreciate this one. i remember when my kids were young we provided them with a big pile of dirt in the backyard you know just uh, a, a dump truck just backed it in there <laughs> dumped it in the yard and it's like okay that is now your number one play area um and we had this rule that was you know if it wasn't raining you had to be outside and it was probably the best rule that we ever had for our kids. I remember going. making lots of mud pies when I was younger too. Kids need to be able to learn to yeah. play in the dirt. Angela, I would love to... Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You were about to say something? Sorry? You Were you about to say something?
7: No. I. Well, I just want to say there's natural... There's actually like microbes in dirt simply by having your... Your children stick their hands in dirt. Um, there's scientific evidence that you will boost their immune system by just having their hands in dirt.
1: Children, though, <laughs> do do a lot more than that. They Once they make a mud pie, they must taste it to make sure. Their, <laughs> to
0: only once. Only once. Cu- cuisine. Angela, we're going to have to go because we are out of time. I think we could talk about this all day, but thank you so much for joining us here on Faith FM. This is Sierra Hull with Trust and Obey. <laughs>
6: sins we
4: We'd love for you to come and fellowship with us and worship God at Wollongong Seventh-day Adventist Church.
7: You can find us at the corner of Victoria and Young Street and join us for Bible study every Saturday morning at 9.30. And service at 11. See you there.
8: You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio. Are
0: drugs or alcohol a problem in your life? alcohol drugs assist or ada is a 12-step recovery program designed to help you escape the hold of addictions in a friendly and judgment-free environment ada meets regularly and if you'd like to attend give peter a call or text on 0487
8: 907 879 that's 0487 907 879